What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of My White Friend Rob. I am Steve, and all the way in Buffalo, New York, that is my homie. What's up? Hey, uh, and you are in L.A. How's things, go- how's things going? In- yeah, it's a different coast, man. How are right, things I'm in L.A.? What's go- what, by the way, what's going on in L.A.? Did you know uh, the, the dude that just uh, OD'd? Yes, I did. Uh, I actually just went to a celebration of his uh, Fuquan Johnson's life. I knew three out of the four people. This has been a rough week for the comics in L.A., like actors in Hollywood and comics. Because we lost uh, the actor from the, uh, the Michael K. Williams. Yeah, The Wire. I mean, and then Kate Quigley lived, thank God. Uh, but she was in a coma for two days. But Fuquan, uh, Rico, and the, the, the third girl, I heard she was a comedian, but I don't know her. Wasn't she the one that her her boyfriend was famous? Uh, Kate Quigley used to date the dude from Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's maybe this maybe this is the way that maybe this is the reason that the show this podcast is named as it is. But why would I not know of that comic, knowing that I am a forty-year veteran of comedy and I'm I'm not you know just the morning Amsterdam's well, I know. A, you have to realize too. There's the New York comedy scene and there's the L.A. comedy scene. The L.A. comedy scene, you could become pretty established working the L.A. clubs and get out and start playing some rooms, and and, and people will never know your name. Like you know, there's certain comics. Like, you see them on the internet, you might know who they are, but they are, like, Kate Quigley hosted the AVNs, you know. You know, I remember when, um, when, uh, uh... You mean the adult, the AVN, the adult video? Yeah, she she host, she was a host of the AVNs, and she dated Hootie for a minute. She, she's done her thing out here for a while, and Fuquan Johnson was a comic. He was, um, carving his own lane, but he was in with the Wayans clan, and, um... And then Rico was a, uh, he used to work at the Ha Ha Comedy Club. He was a sound guy. And then the other comic, I don't know who she it's was, but it's just terrible. tragic, man. I, I don't know what fentanyl is, but I heard these stories about how a fingernail can kill you. And, and, they're put, and I don't know if they put it in there or if somebody oh, I don't think they put it in there. I don't think that they know what they're getting. I mean, who would do that? It's not, I, I, you know. Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know when people get high with, I, I don't do cocaine. Now, don't get me wrong. I smoke weed, but I don't do cocaine. So I don't understand why you would do any of that. So it's just kind of a, it was just like, a, it's, it's rough out here because, you know, people feeling that. But yes, I did know them. I went to the, the celebration of his life two nights ago. All right. So speaking of celebration of life. It's a great segue into this that I want to tell you what we did. So we, Damn, that's how we go. We did an episode uh, of this podcast a while ago where we talked about our buddy Danny who passed away. Right. Okay. And uh, I told a story about all the things that I had done for Danny and how I was going to pay him back and, and how he was going to pay me back and all that. And we edited it out because the punchline in it was that how he was going to pay me back for all the things I did for him was I was going to fuck his girlfriend. And you have to hear the whole story. And the, and the, the word is so important to the bit, but the way the world is right now, I didn't know I wanted to take on somebody looking at that joke and saying it's misogynistic or it's anti-women or you're, you're, you're talking about something that is violating somebody and I just didn't want to go there. So somebody said to me, well, can't you just do the same joke and say, you know what, you know how I'm going to go? You're going to get a girlfriend and I'm going to make love to her in front of you. It doesn't work. Well, I mean, you're, you're shell-shocked, man. That's all it no, is. No, but I'm asking you as a comic. 
We're wordsmiths. We, we dissect the word. You can't, you know, like a, a good comic, you don't repeat the same word. You, 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 you craft the joke. But I mean, but I, I would have I said fucker too. I mean. But it, it's the fuh uh, and the kuh of the harshness of the word that made that particular bit work. If I were to say, I'm going to make love to her, I don't think it will have the same dramatic impact. Uh, yeah, but we're also talking about a mythical person. If you're going to fuck someone who never will ever, ever, ever exist, our friend Danny, who we cherish, is gone forever. Right. So he will never have a girlfriend. And if he does have a girlfriend, she's a creepy bitch. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is you can tell that joke and be safe. You think? And, but I get it, you're shell shock. Listen, you lost uh, some things because you, you told a stupid joke and people are punished you. So now you're scared where you don't know how to maneuver. It's cool, but don't let it put you in a shell. You don't you think we live in a world right now as comedians where, and I'm going to exaggerate this right now, but where you can't say, you say knock, knock, and that there's not somebody out there with a keyboard going, do you know there's homeless people that don't have doors? And I don't find that funny. And I'm offended because. Of course. And I tell people all the time, especially at my comedy shows, please, if you come here, if you're going to get offended by anything, when you walk in this building, nothing, nothing should offend you when you walk in this building. If you walk in and something offends you, I really, really want you to get the fuck out. I do not want you to be a part. I don't want to entertain people who don't want to be entertained. See, it's funny you say that because at, at, at my club, we're actually putting out on the tables now, uh, you know, uh, the menu, but on the inside of it, because I am shell-shocked, uh, and I want to remain open is a disclaimer and saying if you're not happy with today's performance, next performer is different. We aren't responsible for what the performer says. It's that performer's opinion. And if you don't like it, tr come next week. Right. He won't be here. That's just, it's, yeah, that's the world we live in. And thank God L.A. is a little more uh, liberal, but you can still go outside of L.A. County and get crowds that get, you know, if you talk about God or if you make a joke about like I, I could tell you all of the crowd silencers in my when I talk about my autistic nephew, that gets people a little on edge. When you say uh, we talk about your gay cousin, that gets people on edge. We talk about being sexually molested, that gets people on edge. When you talk about God, that people always going to find something instead of trying to learn. They always want to feel that they're right. And they're right. And you're going to learn this lesson. You're going to hear it my way. I learned, you know, my mother is a reverend. I know. A minister. So, and I tell people all the time, and I love my mother and, 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 and all the stuff, but how can, when my grandmother got sick, when she went to the hospital, we prayed to Jesus. And she came home. So Jesus was right. But somewhere across the world, somebody's grandmother got sick and they prayed to Allah and their grandmother came home. So how can I say that I'm right and they wrong? Because of geography? Well, I got to tell you, it's funny. When you were at the club and you were performing, um, I stood next to your mom. And she would say that word a lot. She would start talking about something. She'd go, oh, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, she's watching me on stage, of course. Of I know. course. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, listen, dude. Uh, go Bills. You do realize... Uh, the Bills are going to the Super Bowl this year, right? You, knew, you know that, right? And they're going to win the Super Bowl, right? You do know that. The only thing that we need is Cole Beasley to get a vaccine. 
It's not going to happen. All right. Cole Beasley will uh, probably get cut, unfortunately. No, he won't. We're going to yeah. end it right there. Cole Beasley's my guy. We're not. I love Cole Beasley, but he want to give the team the heebie-jeebies. He got to go bye-bye. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, to the Jewish guy on this show, we don't say heebie-jeebies. I don't even know what the hell that means. What is, what is that bad? Is that racist? You just said heebie. What is that? A heebie? What's a heebie? Seriously. A Hebrew. Wow, I learned something new. That's bad, huh? Well, no. But I mean, a heebie would be, yeah. What are you, a heeb? Okay, well, okay, well tell me, what the fuck is a jeebie? Is that bad, too? No, jeebies are okay. That's a different That's a different group. That's not me. I don't care about the jeebies. It's what the heebies I care about. The jeebies can screw themselves. So the, so the heebies are who? Hebes are, if, if, if somebody goes, are you a Hebe, that means are you Jewish in a derogatory oh. word. So let me show them. So if I call my agent later and say, can I speak to a Hebe? Hebe, man. Perhaps. He said perhaps. But, <laughs> but here's the thing. You're, you're in L.A. at an agency. You go, let me talk to the Hebe. And they're going to go, which one? There's nine of them here. <laughs> right, right, right. The first thing they're going to say, wait, 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 wait. Did you pay your commission? I'm like, yeah. Oh, hold on. Line two. All right, pal. We'll see you next episode. My brother's here.